This is Dive Into Your Career, the podcast designed to help students like you take impactful steps towards your career goals. I'm Gina Visram, a qualified careers coach and consultant who is so proud to be your careers cheerleader. You are in the right place if you are a determined student or the proud supporter of one. Here, you will embrace career development in a unique spirit of fun, not fear. Let's dive in. Hey lovely, welcome to another episode of the Dive Into Your Career podcast. I am delighted that you're here as ever. And in today's episode, we're talking about something pretty topical if you're listening to it in real time. And that is top tips for A-level results day 2020. That's right, top tips for A-level results day 2020. And in this episode, I am bearing in mind the just shy of 10 years that I've had supporting students during results days, but I'm also bearing in mind what we all know is the case of this year, which is that this year is different to any other due to COVID. And the fact that you are getting your grades not based on the exams that we had all anticipated you would be doing, but based on your school's centre assessment grades and then the moderation of the grades, which if the information that I saw via the BBC News website today is correct, it appears that the moderation has brought down approximately 40% of the grades that were submitted. So every year, there are people who appeal when it comes to their grades, and I anticipate this year that may be a that may be more prevalent than ever, of course, because of how the grades have been issued. So it's going to be a really interesting one to navigate, and that's why I wanted to talk about this in today's episode. So as I said, what you're going to be hearing is a combination of years of experience and acknowledgement of this unprecedented year. So there are a few things that I'd like to say firstly, and the first thing is that what is going to be happening for results day and results days 2020 is new for everyone. It is new for absolutely everyone. So it's important for us all to have a combination, I would suggest, of kindness, assertiveness, grace, and understanding, and a little bit of kick butt if you need it. But even if you're speaking to somebody on the other end of the phone who's been doing this year after year after year, this year is different due to COVID. So do bear that in mind. With that as an overarching reminder, what I want to let you know is that I'm going to be sharing a range of tips with you about how to navigate the day, but they ultimately have one overarching theme, I'd say, and that is communication. The importance of communication and the acknowledgement that communication is everything. 
I promise you that isn't just a general life mantra, which actually is one of my life, life mantras, but communication is definitely going to be everything this results day. So let's go to tip number one. Tip number one is to tell you that this is not the year to take your physical envelope or your metaphorical envelope if you're getting your results remotely and go off in a corner somewhere, leave your educational institution and go open your grades and not speak to anybody about it. This is not that year. I wanted to be so clear about that. And I do, I see it every year and I get it. You know, it's a big deal to open those results. But this year, this year crazy 2020, this isn't the year to be quiet about anything. So please don't skulk off in a corner somewhere and open your results and not share about them, especially if you're disappointed. And especially if it feels like it hasn't led to what you were hoping it would lead to. So, this is important every year, but this is absolutely essential this year. Communicate clearly with your people. Who are your people? Your people might be whoever is most closely supporting you in the home, whether it is a parent, an aunt, a cousin, a sibling, whatever it might be. But importantly, it is also your school. Your school who has been there cheering you on. Your school who is the institution which needs to communicate with the exam boards if anything else needs to happen. Your school which is committed to knowing about what your destination is, not just because the government tells schools that they need to know, but genuinely because your school cares, probably. I hope. And they should be well equipped to help you. And that will look different in different schools. You may have careers counsellors, uh, so your, your school careers advisor, that's one of the things that I do. You might specifically have a UCAS team, you might have your personal tutors, you might have some of your heads of department. Every school does it differently, but they are there to support you. So please be really clear with them about how you feel about your results and what you're going on to do dependent on what those results are and how they relate to whether you have secured your firm choice, your insurance choice, or another quality option through clearing. So the second point that I wanted to make is that it's really important to think about what your end goal is. What is your end goal in relation to your A-levels? Now, A-levels, more than anything, are used to help decide whether you can access your immediate next step. So more often than not, that's university, but sometimes it might be an apprenticeship opportunity or a job opportunity. There is an appeals process this year, as there would have been in any other year. However, I definitely don't know how they are navigating this year, bearing in mind that they don't have actual results to be able to use as a central point in those discussions when it comes to appeals, because appeals typically have involved a remark, right? Appeals normally involve a remark of a paper, and that's not something that can happen this year for obvious reasons, 
that you didn't actually do the exams. So bearing that in mind, I guess here's the thing that I want you to think about. And this isn't me deliberately leading you, but wanting you to continue to look after your mental health, because that's important at every time and that's really important now, by thinking about what the big picture is. So this one is especially for you if you do get into a course in a university that you're happy with, but have disappointing grades. Is it actually worth you going through the appeals process this year? I'm not sure that it is, but that's for you to decide. The reason why I'm leaning towards it not necessarily being worth it is because it is 2020 and everybody gets the concept of 2020. It's this big, unusual year that we've all had to navigate in very different ways. So future employers went through COVID, right? I'm saying went through as in past tense because we're talking about future employers, but future employers will understand the context of the year. And they'll understand that your results that you got aren't actually the result of your own exams. So it's then down to you to decide if you want to go down the rabbit hole of appealing. One of the things that you certainly can do is speak to your school about what that process is. And they will share with you the information as they know it, bearing in mind that it is entirely possible that the government is going to keep making different decisions about how to navigate this unprecedented time. So my second tip for you, as I said, is really to think about the end goal and think about if you want to go down the appeals process and what that really means. Bearing in mind that future people, when it comes to your prospects, understand the absolute madness of 2020 and will be taking that into account. The third tip that I have for you is one that is relevant every year, and that is to have your track details ready, your UCAS track details. So you can log in and see whether or not you have gotten into your firm or your insurance choice university. One of the things that you may not know if you don't have an older sibling who has been through this process in the past is that it is not unusual for students who have missed their grades, missed their offer, to still be accepted into their university. It is entirely possible. So, again, when you go into track, that's the only way, or that's the main way that you find out whether you've been accepted or not. So yeah, don't assume that if you've just missed a grade, you definitely haven't gotten in because there is typically some wriggle room around that, whether it's because you've automatically been accepted or whether because you then go on to have a conversation with the university and something changes and you might be offered a different degree or a joint degree or maybe even a space on the same one, who knows? But again, it's all about the communication. And a key part of that is accessing track for you. The fourth tip for you is to bear in mind that clearing technically opens at 3 p.m. And that is so you have time to navigate 
whatever it is that is going on for you. And you can be looking at what courses are available. It's said that there will be 25,000 university courses in clearing, including 4,500 at some of the top Russell Group universities. So clearing provides a brilliant opportunity for you as a student to get onto a good course in a good university. But it opens at three o'clock and that is so you've had some thinking time, some processing time, some time to put in some phone calls, see where you're potentially getting an offer, and then you can officially make the changes in trap from three o'clock. So try not to be frantic and think that you need to go, go, go and act and, and put all of your decisions about the next three or four years into track within 10 minutes of knowing what you're dealing with. You don't have to do that. There is that time built in. And my fifth tip for you is again around communication. And it is a reminder that your universities and whoever it is that you are speaking to on results day in relation to your next steps, they want to hear from you. Not mum or dad, not a more confident older sibling, not even a really willing teacher or careers advisor. You know, there are many, many years where I have been there and maybe I've dialed the number for the nervous student, but ultimately I've handed over the phone because the universities need to speak to you as the applicant. So be brave about it. Don't worry about your shaking voice. Don't worry about your emotions. This is not unusual and will not only apply to a COVID year. So be ready to communicate. And that fifth tip really does come right round to my overarching theme of communication is everything. So that's the deal. I think really that's all that I wanted to share with you in terms of top tips. And as I promised, it's a range of tips for any other year, but filtered with an important extra layer for this COVID year where everything is so different. And more than any other year, I'd say it's really, really important to think about the bigger picture and how you're achieving the bigger picture. So I'm absolutely cheering you on. Please do remember that it's likely still to be a buyer's market for university. And uh, that ultimately means that, that students have a lot of power and a lot of potential. And that's one of the things that I would really, really love you to remember. And a random personal story for you very, very short one, which is one of the people in this world who I would consider to be one of my best friends is somebody that I met at Warwick University. And she has said to me multiple times that while she was incredibly disappointed not to have met her offer for Oxford, she wouldn't have changed it for the world that she got into Warwick with the grades that she had. And of course, as a result, we met there and she had all of these incredible experiences and we have all of these incredibly fond memories of our university in the way that you are likely to have for yours. 
So nobody is accessing their universities in the way that they thought, because nothing is happening in a quote unquote normal way. But because this situation doesn't only apply to your school or your borough or your town, your city, or even to your country, it is applicable globally. There is going to be some flexibility this year. Whether you decide to go for it right now, whether you decide that you want to actually sit a paper in the autumn, which apparently is something that's being offered, then you know, take all of this advice, listen to what your school is saying, listen to what your, your trusted people are saying, and keep the bigger picture in mind when you're deciding all of this. Okay, you've got this. Remember, this is still an incredibly exciting time of your life. I'm, I'm delighted for you when it comes to what is next. You are on the cusp of greatness, whatever your results day feels like. So, Take care of yourself and I look forward to catching you on another episode of the Dive Into Your Career podcast soon. Thank you for listening today. To keep up to date with Dive Into Your Career, leave your details on bit.ly forward slash dive into the list. See you soon.